This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. No Oscars for the president? I wanted to find a way to have Zelensky satellite in. And concern that the Oscars may become a COVID super spreader event after a big breakout at the British Awards show. Then, enemy at the door. Breaking into apartments, holding Ukrainians at gunpoint. The urban street fighting. And remember the little frozen girl singing in a bomb shelter? Look at her today. And it's humongous. It's a giant tornado. Her house was lifted, just like Dorothy's. You're really living in the Wizard of Oz. Then, cliff dive disaster. The leap that almost cost this young teacher her life. Does it look like a real foot? And comic book hero. He writes about superheroes. And now he's become one in real life. What would Superman do in a situation like this? How he came to the rescue of a 13-year-old. I got punched, literally in the spot you're standing. Plus, Dancing Queen. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. He's got the respect of the whole world. So why wouldn't the Oscar Academy want Ukrainian President Zelensky to appear via video link at the award ceremony this upcoming weekend? Comedian Amy Schumer, one of three ladies hosting, says she pitched the idea, but the producers said no thanks. Jim Ray has more. A bombshell from Oscar's co-host, Amy Schumer. She says she wanted Ukraine's President Zelensky to be part of this Sunday's Oscar broadcast, but the Academy wouldn't go for it. I wanted to find a way to have Zelensky, like, you know, satellite in or make a tape or something. And just because it just because so many eyes get there's so many eyes on the Oscars that. um, But, you know, I'm not afraid to go there. Uh, but, you know, I, it's not it's it's not me producing the Oscars. The full interview airs Thursday on the Drew Barrymore show. And today, Zelensky played an audio recording of an air raid siren being heard across his nation. Also today, there's concern that the Oscars will become a super spreader event after an apparent covid outbreak at the BAFTA Awards, which is the British version of the Oscars. Actor Kenneth Branagh, who directed acclaimed Best Picture nominee Belfast, tested positive for COVID after attending the London Awards ceremony eight days ago. Belfast co-star Kieran Hines, considered a frontrunner for Best Supporting Actor, was also hit with COVID after the ceremony in London, where COVID cases are rising again. 
Both stars are now reportedly in isolation in America. Here in Hollywood, the Oscars are returning to their normal home at the Dolby Theater with some strict COVID protocols. Guests, including all nominees, will be required to show proof of vaccination and at least two negative PCR tests. Performers and presenters will also need to be tested for COVID, but will not need to show proof of vaccination. And those seated in the main orchestra section will not be required to wear masks. West Side Story breakout star Rachel Zegler says she wasn't invited to the Oscars. The 20-year-old starlet told fans on Instagram that she's tried to get an invite to the Oscars, but it doesn't seem to be happening. That's despite West Side Story getting an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. We reached out to the Academy for comment, but have not heard back. According to the United Nations, 10 million Ukrainians have fled their homes, and those remaining described living in a war zone as hell. Russian soldiers are going door to door, dragging civilians from their homes in scenes reminiscent of the horrors of Nazi Germany. Stephen Fabian reports. Enemy at the door. Russian troops forced their way into an apartment complex in a suburb of Kiev. They smashed the security cameras in the elevators using rifle barrels. In surveillance video obtained by the New York Times, you can see the invaders move into the complex to take up sniper positions. We're seeing videos of Russians literally invading people's apartments. It shows how Putin is, again, on his heels, off his timeline, ratcheting up uh, his force of terror, actually dragging Ukrainian citizens out of their homes. And so it's extraordinary, these atrocities, particularly those that are in the urban centers. Unarmed crowds chanting, go home, managed to turn back Russian armored vehicles in the main square of the southern city of Kherson. But their victory was short-lived. The Russians returned, dispersing the crowds with live rounds. Five Russian generals have been killed. Former General David Petraeus tells CNN he knows some of them. The Ukrainians have very, very good snipers, and they've just been picking them off left and right. Are these like the kind of guys you you have heard of? Um, Some of them are, yes, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are, especially the three star general right there. The capital city, Kyiv, is taking a pounding. This huge fireball is a missile strike on a shopping mall Sunday night. The stunning aftermath today, a landscape of devastation. This is totally insane. Here's how the busy mall looked before the invasion. Now it's a heap of smoldering rubble. This bombed-out apartment building now looks like a doll's house. One wall is obliterated. An elderly resident can be seen retrieving his possessions. And a woman posted this video diary from a bombed building in Kharkiv, the second-largest city. Water from broken pipes has frozen into icicles. This is what Russia brings to people in Ukraine. And we've showed you that video of Arnold Schwarzenegger sending a message to the Russian people. Well, it turns out Arnold is a huge star to the Soviets. His nine-minute video has now gone viral in Russia, despite the Kremlin's best efforts to censor anyone speaking the truth about the invasion. Can the Terminator bring down Putin? The video of Arnold Schwarzenegger denouncing Putin is going viral in the place where it really counts, Russia. I regret to tell you 
that thousands of Russian soldiers that have been killed. Schwarzenegger's message with Russian subtitles has cracked Putin's digital iron curtain and all efforts at censorship. Arnold's approach has been remarkably effective. His video has received millions of views across different social media platforms. And in spite of the blocks, uh, Russian people are still able to view those. And the Russian TV producer dubbed the bravest woman in the world for crashing a live newscast with an anti-war sign is speaking out on American TV. Well, your act of bravery has resonated all over the world. Marina Avsenikova still faces a potential 15-year jail sentence for defying Putin, but she told ABC's George Stephanopoulos she will not be silenced. The Russian people are really against uh, the war. Uh, It's uh, Putin's war, not uh, Russian people's war. The Kremlin today pouring on the heat. Her former boss appeared on Russian TV accusing Marina of treason and denouncing her as a British spy. Marina was offered sanctuary by the French government, but she says she's a patriot and is staying in Russia, come what may. And the little girl who touched hearts around the world singing Let It Go from Frozen in a bomb shelter has made it safely out of the war zone. She was center stage at a concert in Poland this weekend. The packed stadium lit up with thousands of cell phone lights as seven-year-old Amelia sang the Ukrainian national anthem. Just so beautiful. People who were at that performance said it gave them goosebumps. The concert was held to benefit humanitarian groups helping the more than two million Ukrainian refugees in Poland. It's a classic movie moment when a tornado blows through Kansas, setting Dorothy and her little dog Toto flying up in the sky. It sounds like a Hollywood fantasy, but it just happened in real life to this Florida woman whose home literally lifted off its foundation during a twister. She spoke with Amber Cogliano. Oh, my God, look at that. Tornado dead ahead. It's humongous. It's a giant tornado. It's coming right towards you. And this woman experienced something that's straight out of the Wizard of Oz. Just like Dorothy, Erica Van Swearingen's house was lifted right off its foundation. We were weightless. It was the eeriest, eeriest feeling. I mean, it felt like we were in the air forever. You felt weightless. How scary is that? It's the most insane thing ever, and I've got stuff floating around me, and I I know it probably wasn't that long, but it, it felt like an eternity. Then it just dropped us. After the storm passed, Erica took stock of the damage. The entire house had moved about six feet and is now uninhabitable. I don't know if you can see it. That pipe stood straight up. Even though she doesn't know where she's going to live, Erica is finding humor in her situation. There's the house, and here you are, and that's all that's left of the Wicked Witch of the East. I was wearing the black and white tights that morning. No. <laughs> so, so I put it underneath the house, but then I painted a pair of boots pink with sparkles on them, and I put a sign out front saying we're not in Kansas anymore. Cap your heels together three times. Of course, Dorothy just had to click her heels to make it all better. It's going to take a lot more to fix Erica's problems. There's no place like home. 
Erica says she is working with the American Red Cross to help her find temporary housing, and we wish her the very best. He makes living writing superhero comic books, but little did he know he'd become a real-life hero himself after he stepped in to help a young girl he says was being attacked by gang of teens. Les Trent has more on this case of life imitating comic book art. This guy writes comic books about superheroes who save the day. And it's the story of a uh, patriotic superhero who's really trying to understand his place in the world. So what are the odds that David Gallagher would save the day himself? Confronting a gang of teens, he says, were attacking a young girl on a Brooklyn street. They were uh, assaulting like a 13-year-old girl with her face pressed up against... Um, a, a, like a, a like a car window, and that so was, the window was closed, and her face was smushed up against. Yeah, the and her window. arm was being pinned against her back. The 46-year-old superhero writer says he knew he had to do something. He says he yelled for the assailants to leave the girl alone. Did any of your comic book heroes go through your head at that moment? Yeah, so I definitely thought of like uh, Superman or uh, the Shield or Captain America. Gallagher confronted them all single-handedly just like Batman would do. Were you afraid that these guys might turn on you? Yeah, I was absolutely afraid these guys were going to turn on me. And turn on him they did. You see Gallagher getting punched in the face. Seconds later, the bad guy lifted a garbage can and threw it at the hero. And if that wasn't enough, he also threw a stone. Unlike the superheroes he writes about, David Gallagher had no protection against the garbage can that hit him in the head or the big rock that hit him right there in the side. But like his superheroes, he said he'd do it all again in pursuit of justice. At the end of the day, you may get punched, you may get pummeled, but if you're standing up for what's right, that's the most important thing. Gallagher suffered a broken cheekbone and kidney damage. A 16-year-old suspect was arrested a few hours after the attack. It was a dream vacation to Italy for an American preschool teacher, but it turned into a disaster when she jumped off a cliff at a scenic tourist spot. She ended up crashing into the jagged rocks below, but miraculously she survived. Stephen Fabian has her story, and we warn you, the video of her accent may be upsetting for some viewers. She has good reason to flinch. She's watching scary footage of herself as she leaps off a cliff, a leap that goes horribly wrong. Jamie Brodsky, who teaches at a preschool in Boston, was vacationing in Europe when she found herself in a beautiful coastal region of Italy. She decided to try out the local custom of cliff jumping. These YouTube videos show how you're supposed to do it. But Jamie had a moment of indecision as she made her leap of faith. She ended up smashing into the jagged rocks on her way down. I almost hate to ask, but walk us through what happened. It was like the type of jump where you have to like run, jump, and clear the rocks to like make it into the water. And I hesitated, and then I knew. like In that moment, I was like, you are about to get hurt. How many times did you bounce off the rocks? I just like, boom, slow motion, one rock, slow motion, 
<laughs> the other eye. Medics rushed to the 29-year-old's aid. She fractured a vertebrae and shattered both her feet in the fall. When she was flown back to the U.S., it was feared she might never walk again. Her left foot had to be reconstructed. They just kind of had to put me back together. <laughs> Very good. Jamie has now fought her way back to health. Doesn't it look like a real foot? She's even gone cliff jumping again. Yes! This time in Hawaii. But that awful day on a cliff in Italy still haunts her. It's a crazy video. We're glad she's okay, but Jamie says she still needs more reconstructive surgery on her right foot. Next, get me to the hearing on time. Did Senator Ted Cruz freak out at the airport ticket counter? Plus, Dancing Queen. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Police want to know who was behind the wheel of this rented Tesla that tried that dangerous stunt in a crowded neighborhood in Los Angeles. It went flying through an intersection around midnight, going airborne and then crashing into two parked cars. Thankfully, no one was hurt. The Tesla was abandoned at the scene. It is a big day in Washington as confirmation hearings begin for President Biden's Supreme Court justice pick Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, poised to become the first black woman on the nation's highest court. On hand was Senator Ted Cruz, who almost didn't make it after having a confrontation at an airport ticket counter. Get me to the hearing on time. That's Senator Ted Cruz in a heated exchange at the airport. Cops were even called to calm down the Texas Republican. It happened at Bozeman Yellowstone International Airport in Montana. A social media posting claimed that Cruz wouldn't calm down and was heard asking, do you know who I am? An airport spokesman says Cruz became frustrated when he was late for checking in for his flight to D.C. and was told that rebooking options were limited due to spring break. Cruz did manage to board another flight. On Monday morning, he was right on time as he took his place at the Senate Judiciary Committee for day one of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson's historic confirmation hearings. 
Judge Jackson, congratulations on your nomination. Judge Jackson used her opening statement to offer a look into her personal life with her closest friends and family there to lend their support. Patrick, I love you. There's her husband of 26 years, Patrick Jackson. He's a surgeon. And her daughters, 21-year-old Talia and Layla, who is 17. Girls, I know it has not been easy as I've tried to navigate the challenges of juggling my career and motherhood. But I hope that you've seen that with hard work, determination, and love, it can be done. And those are Judge Jackson's parents looking on with pride as their daughter is poised to make history as America's first black female Supreme Court justice. Thank you for this historic chance to join the highest court and to ensure liberty and justice for all. The hearings will wrap up on Thursday. And when we come back, Royal Dance Party. Prince William and wife Kate are touring the Caribbean on their first joint overseas trip since the pandemic hit. And they're clearly having fun. It's a William and Kate dance party. The future king and queen let loose while on an official visit to the Central American nation of Belize. William drew cheers with his dad dancing moves. And look at Kate's flirty shimmy. She wants that fourth baby goes one playful tweet. You are not. Maury Povich is retiring. The 83-year-old is calling it quits after hosting his daytime talk show for 31 years, making it the longest-running daytime talk show ever. Next on the Maury Povich Show. The show premiered in 1991 and has become famous for those jaw-dropping paternity tests. You are the father. In a statement, Povich said, as I occasionally tell my guests on Maury, enough already. The Maury Show will tape new shows till the end of the season, and then reruns will air in syndication. And coming up next, who's in the giant teddy bear? Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas, and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Finally today, she didn't see this coming. 
check out this sneaky husband. He's putting on a giant teddy bear costume to prank his wife. Here she comes, checking on baby. It's alive. No word on how she'll get her revenge. And that's Inside Edition for today. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.